Hello, and welcome to the I've Been Too Sick to Record a Podcast edition of Timetable. My name is Manton Reese, and when I started this podcast, I thought I would record maybe every other day or at least twice a week, but I've had a cold the last few days. Only now starting to get back to normal. Anyway, no more excuses. Today, I want to talk about Twitter's so-called algorithmic timeline. And this is where Twitter shows you tweets it thinks you need to see, similar to the while you were out feature. The tweets aren't in strictly reverse chronological order, right? They're just grouped based on, I don't know, whatever is being favorited, sorry, liked, whatever's being retweeted, maybe. And anytime there's a change like this, some users won't be happy, right? Because they're passionate about the service. They deliberately use Twitter instead of Facebook. And anything that takes away from what people think of as the core strength of Twitter, like people won't like it. If you think back even to locking down the API, years ago, there was a huge backlash over that because the original API was so friendly and open to the developer community. So I always thought I might time the launch of my new microblog platform with one of these like bad Twitter news days because outrage doesn't last long on the internet. So it would be good to act and take advantage of when people are frustrated with an existing platform, right? And there've been plenty of opportunities for this. The API change that I mentioned, trying to kind of kill off third-party clients, recent things like renaming favorites to likes, and now this timeline change. And any of these changes would be a good time to roll out a new service because users will be looking for something new and because it gives the press also something to write about. Bloggers and media folks want to write a compelling story about your product, putting it in context. And so framing the launch of a product around one of these events, I think is helpful. On the other hand, I think of the app.net platform, for example, it was so closely positioned as a Twitter competitor that when the platform started doing all these new things that weren't like Twitter at all, for example, the API was so flexible, I was able to build this app Sunlit that allowed photo sharing and collaboration and all these other kinds of apps have been built on app.net. People didn't really get that. They couldn't shake that first impression that app.net was just a Twitter clone, right? And so that those other efforts were not successful. So anyway, it would be a good time to launch. People are a little upset about the Twitter news. It's slowly rolling out. I don't actually have the timeline changes yet, so I can't really test it. But I'm just not quite ready with my own software yet. Uh, I have made a lot of progress. One of the things uh, in my app is that I can host a microblog for you. And so I've been working on improving the default themes for microblog publishing been working on features like export and import actually I support a full marrying to github pages now which i'm really excited about and i have a blog post that i'm going to be posting in the next few days about how i've built a bunch of things on top of jekyll and of course i'm fixing bugs and uh, trying to wrap up this kickstarter that i mentioned uh, a couple episodes ago anyway interesting time for twitter news wish i could launch some things related to microblogging immediately but not quite yet Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. You can find past episodes at timetable.fm. Bye.